I want you to pay attention. Da, da, da. <laughs> Welcome to Levesque and Gas, the Friday Listen, edition. I do want to point out, I'm proud of you for finally talking to our boss, Area President Howard. But, you know, you can, you can tell him, hey, I got to do a show. Get out. <laughs> you know? He'll respect your professionalism. Were you trying to call me during I that? I was throwing things I'm at sorry, you. I'm sorry, Levac. I'm sorry. I, I was didn't... over here. I'm like, hey, it's 2.59. Hey, it's 2.59 and 30 seconds. Hey, we're on. And you were over there going, no, Howard, you're so pretty. <laughs> I did lose track of time. I apologize. <laughs> I got I've lost never... in your eyes, Howard. Hi, <laughs> Howard. That's never happened Nerd. Before. Stop kissing up. Look at you. I oh, was, you can't even I look at not. me. No, I was not kissing up. I actually was doing real work. You were not. I really was. Involving Fox Sports' future. We had an awesome conversation there. There's really good stuff on the way for Fox Sports. Oh, I don't need to be a part of the future conversation? That's good. That's good to know. Wow. No, that's not. Wow. All right, you heard it here first, everyone. You You heard it here first. Welcome to And Gaz. Not, but it's. Then there's Gaz. Um. Man. We got a lot on the plate today. I don't know. I don't don't want to do it now. Nope, not doing it. Nope. I'm I'm in the I'm protesting. I'm on a strike. You're on a strike. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you about all my all my steaming hot takes from the NFL divisional weekend. I'm not gonna tell you who I think's gonna win every game or who players to watch. I'm not gonna tell you my anytime touchdowns. None of it. I'm not gonna tell you that I have decided that I'm no longer friends with with, with a lot of people. Bill Fish is on that list. Whoa. Yeah. We need him on our side. I don't no, want him off the not side. Now we don't, what? as he tweets out. And we'll call it the Integrative Sleep Center uh, tweet of the day, social media post of the day from him. Adds everybody he's ever met. Jeff, I'll be thinking of you today. 22 years and it still hurts. Brady fumbled. Hashtag go Bills. Ooh. Today was the tuck rule. It's the anniversary, 22 anniversary of the tuck rule, okay. to which I reminded him. That that man has done way worse to the Bills than he ever did to the Raiders. So, uh, there it is. But, yeah, no, just everybody's coming out swinging today. Everybody wants a little peace. You want a peace? Let's go. I'll tell you what you don't want to hear. Want some? Right? Come get some. John Cena. Well, start and I won't be nothing. My mom. She said that. Um, mom was a wonderful woman, I've been told. She was. She was. I'll drive by later today. Put flowers out. Um, big weekend. Four games. I don't – I think there's only – this is what I honestly believe. I think two games are going to be really, really good, bordering on instant classics. And I think two games are going to be snorefests. Uh, just one-sided and just bad. That's what I think. Do you think? Where do you think, on a scale of, of most entertaining and less entertaining, let's rank this weekend's game. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'll go with four. Four of the least entertaining, I would believe, would be the 49ers and the Packers. I'm with that. I can do that one with you. I'll, I'll accept that. But because it's a uh, you know a show where we're supposed to debate each other, I will tell you that four for me is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. I think your Buccaneers are going to just get washed. I think they'll be it'll be competitive for seven minutes. And after seven minutes, Detroit will run away with the game. Why is that? Because be- Detroit's better than Tampa. Okay. It's, so the reason Tampa is here is probably the same reason why the Philadelphia Eagles should be looking for a new head coach. You didn't, they never, you know when you face a Todd Bowles team, you're going to get blitzed. You are going to, you are going to get blitzed worse than me in Vegas in a couple weeks. Like that's how blitzed you're going to get. So adjust, be ready, drink water, take aspirin. I don't know. 
Go with the eye formation. Uh, you know, bring in another tight end. Do, adjust to the blitz in some way, shape, or form. They didn't do that. The Lions will do that. The only way the Lions don't win this game is if they all feel accomplished because they won their first playoff game since 1992. That's possible. Well, considering the fact the majority of the players weren't alive in 92, I don't, I'm hoping that's not a thing. You know, hey, we won the first one since dad was in high school. Yeah, great. Who cares? Um, I, I think I think the Lions are just are just better. And the fact that this is in Detroit and we all know how cold it's going to be in Detroit. That poor reporter. That. No, she deserves it. She deserves it. I'm sorry. They send out like the nor- normal news reporter because because it, it's such a big game. And they she's like, I'm going to get a weather question in. That'll teach everyone. Didn't take the time to go to the sports guy at the station and go, hey, what do you think of this question? What do you think? She's like, I don't need I don't need a man's help to ask a football question. Oh, you're a football fan? No, but football's stupid. I'll get it. I got to know what to ask. I'll ask about the weather. You know, it's a dome, right? What's that? I'm going to ask my question. Um, <laughs> she, her confidence scared me. Yeah. She was so confident. Like, her confidence was like, maybe I forgot. Maybe I'm wrong because she said so. Uh, I would disagree about my Buccaneers and Lions, but the ranking is of uh, the 49ers and Packers there because of the difference in the quality of competition. These two teams have maybe shown on the field, not faced, but shown on the field. The Niners have been so good, and so many times the Packers with the huge upset. So I think because of that, I think the entertainment factor is going to be there for Lions Buccaneers. I know you think it's going to be a blowout, but. There will be something entertaining about the Lions what, what fan is base. Baker Mayfield going to juggle? How's that going to be so entertaining? Baker's entertaining. Whether you like him or not, he is an entertaining quarterback. Yeah, sore clowns. I don't want to see him play football. He is animated on the sidelines. He gives answers. He is emotional. He gives cuts. He is entertaining. He may so not he's be- a talk show host. Nothing you said said makes me go, oh, that's a quarterback. I thought the list was most entertaining, but I, I would I would go with yes. So okay, you only want to watch that game because you're a Buccaneers fan. No, if you're not a Buccaneers fan. You're not watching. I'm that a game. football fan. I would watch that game. I think if I I'm going to watch the game because I'm going to have money on it. That's why I'm going to watch the game. I think I would watch that game. Let's say the Bucks. Let's say the Lions were playing the Saints. I would be locked in and I would be rooting for the Lions. I think most of America will be rooting for the Lions. Absolutely. In so that's why I find that very entertaining because it touches multiple fan bases. So I think we're three, four probably. Because would you have the Packers and Niners at three? Yeah. Yes. Um, and again, I think that the Packers need to establish the run. I think the Niners will stop the run. Christian McCaffrey is healthy. Brock Purdy still has a lot to prove. Um, one of the one of the other reasons that you're that these guys are all here is just like it just looks. It looked like Dallas wasn't ready, right? It looked like CD Lamb. Was off was wasn't like in the game for the first quarter at least. Debo Samuel's not going to do that. George Kittle's not going to be like less intense. So I think the Niners will 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 handle this pretty easily. I agree. Uh, I feel like the Niners. It's a bad day to be yeah. from the Bay. So now it comes down to two games. It's the Ravens and the Texans and the Bills and the Chiefs. I have the Ravens and the Texans as the entertaining category here in number two. For a few reasons. One, you and I watched that Texan game together last week. And what I noticed during that game, the Texans versus the Browns, and we were in a spot where there wasn't a huge crowd of Texan fans or crowd of Browns fans. It was just football fans. But what the Texans did is they always had big plays. Yeah. The long pass down the field, the big sack, a big turnover, a pick six. They are a fun team to watch. And it feels like even more so than Detroit because of 
the Lions being better, they are the underdog. I know the Packers are the youngest team, arguably, in NFL history. That's what the stats are telling me. They're the seven seed. But Green Bay still has the tradition. Green Bay has gone to Super Bowls. Green Bay is title town. The Texans was, feel like the ultimate. The Texans now feel like Albany. <laughs> the Texans feel like the ultimate Cinderella, and they are exciting and are entertaining. Matched up with Lamar Jackson, who I would say is the most exciting quarterback, arm and leg, that I've ever seen in my lifetime, maybe ever in the history of the NFL. So, yes, entertainment factor to see Lamar, what he could do in the playoffs. This has like a NCAA tournament vibe to me that if Houston gets up early, everyone's going to call him like, yo, Houston's up 7-0 on Baltimore. People are going to run to social media. Whoa, upset alert. So I would put them at two. Do you agree with the two ranking there? No. Whoa. Bills Chiefs are two, and it's going to be an amazing game. I think it's going to be awesome to watch. I think it's going to be, it's going to come down to a mistake. I really think that game is going to come down to somebody making a mistake. Because they're both the the problem with Buffalo is their defense is beat up, really beat up, tons of injuries. The problem with Kansas City is you still you don't really have that two weapon, the Travis Kelsey and Travis Kelsey hasn't been Travis Kelsey. I think Kelsey will be Kelsey. I think Rice will prove he's the two weapon, and I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to run like a madman. Look, he out there looking like Fred Flintstone trying to get the car running. That's how he runs. He, he runs like his feet are mad at the ground. So that that is going to be a hell of a game. I feel <laughs> like everyone notices this now. Yeah, <laughs> the Fred Flintstone. Yeah. It just gets trashed all over the internet. An NFL running back runs like a cartoon. He has to do it on purpose. It's so obvious now that we all see it. Ugh. My uh, my daughter and boyfriend's dog Whiskey is now a sixty five pound, just beast. He's huge, and he ran like Scooby Doo the other day, like he was trying. We uh, they were messing with him. They ran away. He started trying to run, and he came around the corner, and the feet just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going, and they took off. And I was like, that's what Isaiah Pacheco looks like. And, and neither one of them have watched the Chiefs games with me, so they were just like, uh, what? I was like, it's Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, it's Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah, so no, I think I think that's going to be a really, really good game. But I think what is the, the, the one weakness Baltimore really has is their secondary. As good as their defense is, their secondary is not great. It's, it's good. It's not great. The best thing about Houston is they'll bomb you. They'll throw the ball. Nico Collins is going to be in the end zone from the 20. So I think, I really think there's a really, really strong chance that Baltimore Houston is an instant classic. I think it is one that, like, when you, you know, when you're up at night and you can't sleep and you turn on NFL Network because it says NFL football and it's, it's going to be this game over and over and over again. I think this game is going to be special. I hope so. I hope as a football fan it would be special. I am very surprised you do not have Bills Chiefs number one. I'm it's, shocked. For this area, it's the most appealing. And if both teams were 100%, maybe I move it up. But I think I also because everybody expects it to be number one, there's more of a chance of it not living up to expectations than exceeding them. Where I don't, I don't think people have really thought out what Baltimore-Houston could be. I think, I think you see... The number one seed Baltimore Ravens, the MVP Lamar Jackson, uh, you know Roquan Smith having a, a monster year. He should be in the running for defensive MVP, like all these things. I think everybody see it, and then they go, "Oh, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach." Okay, this is going to be a beating. Seven seed, beating. Well, not seven seed, but um, this is going to be a beating. And I, I don't think it is. I think it's good. I think, I think this is when you, this is that that game where C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan. Devin Singletary, everybody just kind of goes, hey, Houston's back, guys. We're here. We're not going anywhere. And we're actually going to be contenders for a long time. 
When the final scoreboards read after this round, I would believe Baltimore would have the biggest margin of victory in their game against Houston, but it may not feel like that for four quarters of the game. I could see like something happening late in the game or a Texan turnover because they're trying to be aggressive, not reflect the outcome. I hope it's close because Lamar Jackson is one win away from having the opportunity to go to a Super Bowl, and I believe he's been such a good quarterback. It'd be great for him to be in that spot with how good this Raven team has been this season. But the reason I put Buffalo and Kansas City as the most entertaining game. Because you're sucking up to all of our local listeners? No, no. It, it goes back. Right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 FM, not at the AM, 103.1-2 on your HD dial me. I heard media app. I know you're Bills fans. How you doing? I remember in college, I never got a pop quiz in high school or middle school, but I got one in college. And most of my football teammates were in psychology 101 with me. And one day the teacher, it was an 8 a.m. class on a Monday. And she knew nobody was doing work as freshmen. She just showed up one day, goes, all right, who did the reading last night? And nobody raised their hand at like 8.01. She goes, all right, that's it. Pop quiz. Let's go. And she rolled out the test. And I remember the test because the test was, how are memories formed? What are the strongest memories? I still remember this because of emotion. Yeah. And I know that story now 15 years later because I was nervous and sweating that I'm going to fail a pop quiz in college. But I remembered the answers. I Why guess- are you nervous and sweating now? No, no, no. That's You're not, nervous and sweaty all the time. That's not the correlation. The correlation is that I will remember the Bills-Chiefs divisional round game like I remember the last two times they've played. You had the 13 seconds game, and you had the AFC title game. The AFC title game, Buffalo got smoked. They were not close for Kansas City. They were done, and Buffalo knew at that moment, this is the best team in the AFC. Let's restructure this roster to beat them. Then you have the 13-second game where it feels like Buffalo is finally going to get by Kansas City. Mahomes changed the overtime rules. This is stupid. Now, the DeMar Hamlin games against Cincinnati, but all of these games are memorable for Buffalo fans. If you finally do it, if you get by Kansas City this weekend, whether it's a touchdown by James Cook, whether it's Josh Allen leaping over Chris Jones, wh- whatever happens. It's six on Patrick Mahomes. Whatever that moment is, if Buffalo gets by Kansas City, it will not just be a legendary Western New York sports moment. This will be a memorable New York sports moment in history if they do it. Whatever that play is, that's why I'd say it's the most entertaining because if this game is far closer than Ravens-Texans, which I believe it's going to be, we're going to have a moment. We're going to have a moment for Buffalo Bills fans if you can pull off that victory and I think they're going to – I think this is finally at LeVac because of how bad the Chiefs have been. There's rumors out there now that Andy Reid's going to retire. Statistically, this is Patrick Mahomes' worst season in the NFL. Travis Kelsey, too busy hanging out with T. Swift. He might be done. Right. I forgot this storyline. The Chiefs have two new offensive tackles. It only took us 20 weeks into the season for people to mention this because they keep getting called for holding now. But there are things working against Kansas City oh, that aren't working against Buffalo. All right, let's talk about the real important factor in this game, then, if that's what you want to do. And it's not that Mahomes has never had a road playoff game. It's not that your leading tackler for the Bills last week had been cut from the practice squad, then brought back, which he was. It's Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, versus Josh Allen's girlfriend, Haley Steinfeld. Will Haley Steinfeld show up as the new Hawkeye in an attempt (laughs) to steal some of the views from Taylor Swift? It's the only chance she has. If kids go, oh, it's the new Hawkeye. That's the only thing she's got. She's got to she's play that card. She's got to use the Marvel Universe with her. 
That's what's going to decide the game. I, I didn't have that on my show prep notes today. I didn't wasn't ready for that. <laughs> it could play a factor. She's very talented. It's literally like I, I was trying to remember. I was like, isn't Josh Allen dating Haley Steinfeld? Who she's like, you know, she's she's a pretty good actress. She's in a lot of stuff. She but she plays like the young Hawkeye, like the girl who like the the young Avengers. She'll be she'll be the Hawkeye. So I was like, let me let me use Josh Allen's girlfriend. Syracuse.com. Who is Josh Allen's girlfriend? Haley Steinfeld dating Bill's quarterback is in Taylor Swift's squad. Um, Democrat and Chronicle. Josh Allen's girlfriend, Haley Steinfeld, has been to Bill's games. Will she be there Sunday? Um, Heavy.com. Bill's QB, Josh Allen's girlfriend, Haley Steinfeld, accused of snowball fight at game. Like, <laughs> the your hometown is all over this Haley Steinfeld angle, yes. okay? They're not messing around out there. They're like, they're like, okay, let me get this straight. Tampa Bay had uh, <laughs> Ric Flair. Uh, Detroit's got Eminem. Kansas City's got Taylor Swift. Who who we got? Haley, Stein, Haley Steinfeld? That's, you sure? Is he still with her? Who cares? We'll, we'll fix it later. The digital numbers are doing what? <laughs> Taylor Swift's posted what? All right, get it up there. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous and a little upset though, well, because I wasn't prepared for the Haley Steinfeld, Josh Allen woman in his you're life welcome. tank. Because that's why a, we work together. We fill in. Well, I had another woman who I thought was going to be involved with Josh Allen this weekend. I sent you the graphic of who it was: <laughs> Kermit the Frog versus. I'm not saying it. Peppa Pig. Ugh. I was going to load the music up, and then I think the podcast side, I might have got sued by Peppa Pig. I don't want to mess with her. I just want to remind you too, Haley Steinfeld, also the voice, the, the voice of Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. She's Pitch Perfect Three. I saw her in Pitch Perfect Three. I did see that movie. Saying she's got, she's got to you know, give her her flowers. You Peppa Pig. What's Peppa Pig done? Be a pig. Peppa Pig is an international star. How? What is the? What is the Peppa Pig thing? Like she's in a commercial with Josh Allen. Is that the the new Paramount Plus? Oh. It's Dora the Explorer. I think somebody from Halo. Josh Allen and Peppa Pig. Yeah. Want to know? <sniffs> Think about that. Where are the articles about Peppa? They're, they're Hello, not. I'm Peppa Pig, Muddy Puddles. I want to. I want to let. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit for everybody. This morning, uh, you, myself, and, uh, and Boston Dan are in a, a chat group, and you sent a picture of you, like you know, it's a cute, like your your son Wes is was clearly drinking a bottle in your lap, and you fell asleep. And Wes is sitting there with his hand over his face like, I just don't know what to do with him. Mom, dad fell asleep again. <laughs> and that's how I feel about you right now by bringing up Peppa. As bad as I just made this segment by making it about Taylor Swift and Haley Steinfeld, you took it further. You took it further. You took it to the Peppa Pig range. I'm not apologizing. All right. I'm not a- Here's what I'll do for you. Are you tweet it out? I'm gonna try to tweet it out. I didn't. I didn't. It's save, a great picture. I didn't save either picture. I, it's I, a great picture. It's in our. It's in our. Uh, it's in our, our group chat here. Okay. Yeah. I'm I mean, s- it's. It is like it's very cute. Like it's very wholesome. But I immediately noticed Wes's hand on his face. Like, oh, just come on, Dad. Like seriously, you can't stay awake for a full bottle. Like if I put a if I put a nipple on one of your C4s in the fridge, you'd be awake, Dad. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it feels like. It's great. And I said it, and I didn't know if if, if like. I wasn't saying it to be mean. I said it in the text, and Dan just dove in. He's like imbecile. <laughs> so now we think West sounds like Stewie from the uh, from All right, from I'm Family po- Guy. I'm posted it. And Tom Goz, T O M G O Z Z. Which one of these guys yeah. did it better? This guy in this commercial who looks very much like me, or me? 
and then caption the one what you think Wes is thinking about his father in that one. Um, I know that <laughs> we got to talk about Nick's, but first you got to tell us you got to tell us about your amazing vehicle. Mohawk Honda is my place where I got my pilot. If you enjoy your vehicle, that's great, but maybe it's time for an upgrade, and Mohawk Honda can help you find that vehicle. 2024 ride can be yours, and it can fit your budget when you work with Mohawk Honda. People you can trust during the car buying experience. We're getting closer and closer to when we're going to be back in Mohawk Honda, January 30th. Don't worry about the construction. I know there's changes and things going on in Mohawk Honda. Really nice. It looks awesome. The social media team, Nick, Nate, Ben, Grace, everybody doing a great job keeping us updated on what's going on in Mohawk Honda. But there's a reason these new upgrades are happening. It's because the support of people like you across the capital region in upstate New York continuing to go back to Mohawk Honda. It's not that first vehicle. It's the second, the third, the fourth of this is so easy. I don't have these horror stories of going to the lot and trying to find a new ride. Mohawk Honda makes it easy, and you continue to go back to get those new rides for the future. That's the problem, though, because you drive like you fall in love. You're like, I'm going to drive this forever. And then you're talking to your friends from Mohawk. They call you up, and they go, have you tried the new Honda Pilot? And you're like, nah, I love my Pilot. Just give it a shot. Next thing you know, you're like, I can't have that. (laughs) And then you get another one. That's right. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Hit the button. Especially on the northbound side. Once you're north of Alternate 7, though, pretty good. Southbound a little slow as you come through Clifton Park into 146. Up and down the north way, we're in good shape. 32, some delays both ways through Cohoes. We're good to go on 787, I-90 in the throughway. From WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Bark ebay motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply we're going abroad for the first time in years to spain but we don't speak spanish so we started using Babbel and started learning spanish fast with Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aww. He just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Vamos a tener mucha diversión. And that means we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. If you are someone who experiences migraine attacks, you know it's the everyday moments that matter. Mom, come play with me. The moments you don't want to miss. <laughs> Nurtec ODT, Remegipan 75 milligrams orally disintegrating tablets, is the only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines all in one, giving you and your healthcare provider the power to control your migraine treatment. Nurtec ODT is approved for the acute treatment of migraine attacks and preventative treatment of episodic migraine in adults. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. Allergic reactions can occur even days after using and include trouble breathing, rash, and swelling of the face, mouth, tongue, or throat. Most common side effects were nausea and indigestion stomach pain. For full prescribing information, call 1-833-4-NURTEC or visit nurtec.com. Ask your healthcare provider about Nurtec today.
We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Start learning a new language today at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Well, back. We're just talking about love. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, the place you can have your love start whenever. January 2024, maybe Valentine's Day in February. You're looking for that piece of jewelry that fits her style, her fashion, and more to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Guys, maybe you're dating somebody. Maybe she's looking around thinking, yeah, Christmas was okay, but something else I'm eyeing up. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find it. Some of you are ready for that upgrade from girlfriend to fiance and soon-to-be wife. Alyssa, David, Tammy, G, the whole crew there will help you find exactly what she's looking for. I know from experience, my wedding band, my engagement ring, five years, got a wonderful pair of earrings. Shout out to my guy, G. It continues to happen at the shops of Wilton at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. It makes it so easy for you. A family-owned and operated business. You walk in, you talk to the friendly staff, a jeweler on site as well. will help you make those adjustments and those moves for the future and we'll continue to get you compliments for years to come. Guys, if you love football from noon until midnight, sometimes you have to do something for her. Maybe all the time. Lily and David Fine Jewelers <laughs> makes that easy for you. When you stop in, tell me you heard about my story. Gaza's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80. Do it. Do it today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80. Do it. You won't. Do it. I dare you. All right, um, man, I got to tell you, the the game last night for the Knicks, just phenomenal. I, I am, I wish I had covered my wager. You know, it was, I was a small bet, so it's fine. Um, I did make it my play of the day, so I apologize if anybody wrote with that one. But it was, first of all, I, I think Gaz is partially responsible for the Knicks not winning by more. Oh. Um, you, you, you clearly lit a fire. Under Jordan Poole's oh, took us. Shoot, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I don't know if he listens to LeVac and Goss, but he, he played like he did. Um, but Jalen Brunson is just amazing. Jalen Brunson is amazing. Uh, OG is amazing. I heard his – so he's, his, his plus minus was plus 12. I think I heard his, his season plus minus right now is like plus 178 since the trade. So since he joined the Knicks, they are plus 178 points when he's on the court. That's pretty cool. Um, pretty good. And it's pretty good. Pretty good. All in all, just seems awesome. Just seems like seems like this is a, the the team you can root for. They're not overall favorites. They're not getting a lot of love in the All Star voting, which is disrespectful at best. But this is um, this is a fun team to watch. Washington brought what they could. I believe. I want to say it was Alan Hahn who said at the half or after the third quarter. They asked him why the game was so close. They said, Julius Randle told us they beat bad teams because they don't play with their food. They're playing with their food tonight. And then they went on, they got the W. All that really counts in the end is that nobody's, nobody's going to go, yeah, but you, you only be Washington by four if you make it to the playoffs. So Knicks look, it's just, it's a fun time to be a Knicks fan. I, I just wish I knew where to listen to them every night. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980, right here, your home for go. New York Knicks basketball. You and I have done this discussion a lot, but last night, I, I know it's Washington. I know it's not one of the top teams in the NBA, and maybe it needs to be against Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Your point, Alan Hahn, had there about how this Knicks team plays against subpar teams against the best in the East. 
there were moments in last night's game where Jalen Brunson's making plays, and I'm like, he's about as good as it's going to get in the league. Like, at that position, and that, we've been saying it since October, November, we talk about point guards, guards, ball handlers, who are at this spot in their career. $100 million player that Jalen Brunson is. The Dallas Mavericks and Luka have not been the same since Jalen Brunson left. He's making some plays last night where you just got to shrug your shoulders and be like, he's that guy. Like, he could and probably should be a starter in the All-Star game. If he's not a starter, he should be on the Eastern Conference All-Star team, and it seems like a no-doubter for that. So we always have this discussion about, like, superstar, superstar, got to get one. It's much more convenient if the Knicks built one, and I understand he came from Dallas. But there are moments last night where I'm like, Jokic did it for Denver. The Greek freak did it for Milwaukee. Toronto traded for Leonard. And Curry and Thompson were on Golden State and Draymond. You made the move to get Jalen Brunson. I, I, Levac, I know we're probably going to talk about it until February, but boy, last night's game, like, you got one. Like, you, you got this one right. And OG is just as good. This Nick team didn't do what it did before, and Jalen Brunson's a huge reason. Why. Look, he's not in the MVP discussion yet, which is discouraging because they're not it's, high it's, enough in the standings it's yet. It's obscene, by the way. It should be the MVP. Maybe. Should like, at least be in the conversation. They're probably not going to give it to the guy who's the – Best player on the fifth team in the East. They got to be a top. Where team. would they be? They well, there. And maybe that's his best argument. Where would they be without Jalen Brunson? That's exactly right. Um, I did. I know we did this right, where I told you, like, you know, kind of recounting like how Jalen Brunson became a Nick. You know, he's with the Mavs, and the Knicks were actually like they tampered. They did. You know, they they, they paid fines for it, kind of deal. Uh, you know, you hire his dad. You talk to people you shouldn't talk to. You do what you got to do. You get him there. Now you're good. And I jokingly said, I don't care. Do it again. <laughs> do, do it again. And they kind of did. We went over this. OG, uh, I don't know, B, his agent is Leon Rose's kid. So it's like one of those things where it's like, hey, we tried to get him in the offseason. It didn't work out, Junior. You got, you got any help for us? Yeah, let's see what I can do, Dad. Let me make that happen for you. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're only talking to his agent. It's fine, isn't it? I think it's. Whatever it takes to get to where we are and to potentially get farther, but I really do. I think that I think if they can stay healthy, which is on Tibbs in my head, because you know, barring a crazy injury, which which happens, you know, working these guys to the bone is going to be a bad thing as well. But there's a little time left for the trade trade deadline. I don't know that I care. Like if they do, if they find something, if something pops up for them, like if because they're so good right now. A you know, obviously Dame Lillard's not moving right now, but like a, like a, a player pulls that kind of move where they go, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be here, I want to go there. It's Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are good again. They're having fun. I could win a belt. I could win a belt. I could win a championship there. I don't know. I'm all of a sudden I'm a wrestler. I I just I that's other than that. I think we're I think we we have what we have, and I just I do I can't help thinking back to the, when we were on Radio Row and and. Porzingis got traded from the Knicks to the, to the Mavs. Who knows? Maybe we're on Radio Row at the Super Bowl, and the news comes through that Joel Embiid is finally a Nick. No, it's not going to happen. You no. shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Also, I, I think belts are cooler than rings. Maybe uh, we'll be maybe we'll live in a world where the belt comes out. Like I know the WWE. Yeah, but they're not going to make like it's it's how many for teams. Teams are never going to do all the belts because rings are easier. Yeah, a lot cheaper too. and a lot of WWE or AEW just gives the team the belt now. So it's like the tradition's too deep in rings. It'll always be rings. But walking around with the belt's pretty awesome. Like boxers, UFC, pro wrestling, the belts are awesome.
It's a great time to be a Knicks fan. Continues to be. Look, it's January. They're winning games. We're talking about how they're playing different against bad opponents. There's not much to complain about when it comes to the Knicks, which is an awesome statement out loud because we've had a long time. Oh, gosh, I don't want to do this on a Friday. <laughs> it, just, it just dawned on me here, LeVac. And if you're maybe enjoying us on like a happy hour at some point, maybe it's later in the evening on the podcast side and you've just poured yourself a drink, you might need to make this next one a shot here about the discussion you and I have to have about oh, yeah. a certain somebody who might deserve a lot of credit for the Knicks' success this season. All right, pour the drink. I'll ask the question to LeVac. Hang tight here, LeVac. Uh. The New York Rangers got beat last night by the Vegas Golden Knights. So the Rangers yeah. are a little far away, but yeah. they I think you can it's I, a beat up it's a it's a beat up Rangers. But team. you and I can agree they're a top team in the East, right? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. They're a Stanley Cup contender. The Knicks are better right now than they've been in twenty years. There is one common denominator between the two. Does James Dolan deserve credit? All right, pour that drink down. Take the shot. Um, swallow it. Which is it's a it's a terrible time to give the guy credit with some of the news that's coming out about him, but yes. uh, some of the accusations. Yeah. Um. I I will. Yeah. I to a degree, but it's it's a weird kind of credit. So there. So as I as I sip in my my drink, my haterade, um, the if you give someone credit for getting the hell out of the way and not screwing it up. It doesn't feel like you're giving them credit. So it's okay to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, the best thing that James Dolan has done is get the hell out of the way. Like Leon Rose could very well be in a, like in like a, a nuclear bunk, bunker somewhere that like we never see him and we rarely see Dolan. Like Dolan is is finally an owner of the Knicks. He's not getting into the day-to-day stuff um barring these accusations that are out there. And if you haven't seen them, there's a there's a woman who is who is accusing him of taking advantage of their relationship. She was a, a masseuse for the Eagles. When And this is what there's so many disturbing parts of this story. Maybe the most is the fact that his band opened for the Eagles. Whoa. I thought you, I swear to God, I thought you meant the Philadelphia Eagles. I thought there was like another no, no. connection to another sports franchise. The actual no. Eagles, the band. Yeah. Wow. He was on tour with them. She was working with them. She ended up working with him. He allegedly kind of pushed that into a physical relationship she says that he kind of like served her up to harvey weinstein so those are those are the accusations that are out there they that his attorneys say it's baseless it's not real whatever I, so we'll see how that goes but like for me to have to sit here and go yeah i guess i guess he's a better team owner than he's been before but he's still such a weird and cringeworthy human and he remember he was one because he was friends with Harvey Weinstein. He wrote the song "I Should Have Known" or something like that. He's never said it was about Harvey Weinstein, but he's he wrote that song, and he employed I, um, Isaiah there. I mean, yeah, Isaiah know. Thomas. Yeah, and stuff so that went on behind the scenes. Yeah. At best, he is the most tone deaf, oblivious person on the planet. At worst, he's a scumbag and runs with scumbags. But he stayed out of the way of this Knicks team. So you brought him up. I had to talk about all those things. I didn't want it either. Pour yeah. a second shot. I didn't want it either. But like a straight he, shot. JD in the straight shot. <sighs> Look, as bad as all those things are, Levac just pointed out, and they're all they're all out there. I want to say they're all true, but some of those are accusations right now. The law will play itself out. Others have been documented of what they've happened. There are some meddling owners and executives, whether it be business, whether it be professional sports, cowboy fan can point to Jerry Jones, Panther fan can point to David Tepper. A lot of these billionaire owners want to be involved in their product that they're trying to make hundreds of millions of dollars on. 
but they might not be football or basketball or baseball minds, but they want to know how their investment is working. From everything you and I have seen and heard, this has been the quietest it's involving James Dolan. James Dolan has yeah. gone out before and made moves. Like he hasn't been spending LA Dodger money. You know, he has been spending. No, he's, not, he's never been afraid to spend money. He's tried his best to put the team in position to win. And both of those teams that he's connected with are winning more at one time than a very long time. So, like you said, if he gets credit for doing nothing, I think I'm going to give it to him because I'd rather he be doing nothing in the teams play well than James Dolan being very involved in the teams being awful like they've been before, or even just being in the headlines, like the Charles Oakley thing and everything yeah. else that's happened well, involving James Dolan recently. But I mean, that's the thing too, is like, he, even when he's in the headlines now, at least it, it, it feels removed. Like as a Knicks fan, you couldn't ignore what he was doing before. Cause he was there. Like he was right there. He was where now this is, I wasn't looking for the story, but I was looking for Nick's stories, so I saw it. I bet you a lot of people just heard that story for the first time right now. So, look, maybe he's he's improving. He's improving by knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Get the hell away from us. Either that or this is the most Tommy corporate take in Gaza's life on Fox Sports that now that they aired the Knicks game, he's saying how great James Dolan is. It's fair. I mean, it could be that. You do have a you do have a way. You do you do have a way about you. Like you know, I always remember, you were like, yeah, Firewolves are okay. Now they're undefeated. You're like, I love the Firewolves. They're the greatest lacrosse team I've ever seen. You know what? I want to do something for the Firewolves right now, LeVac. Caller 2 and Caller 3 right now are going to get tickets to the Albany Firewolves Saturday game. Pair of tickets. Caller 2 and Caller 3 right now at the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. Caller 2 and Caller 3 right now. A pair of tickets to the game this weekend at NVP Arena. Your name will be at Will Call. You go and pick up the tickets at NVP Arena this Saturday for the Albany Firewolves. Go out and support the team. Go out and support the team that is doing so well, whether that supports going to the game this upcoming weekend, whether it's following them on social media, buying apparel, whatever it is, support the Albany Firewolves who are playing some great lacrosse right now. Your chance to go to the game. Caller 2 and Caller 3 right now at 518-690-0980. Coming up, just when you thought it was over, Jay Gruden goes salt the earth on this one. Scorched earth coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. You're a winner. You are a winner. You're our winner. For more information about contests on this station, go to foxsports980.com slash rules. Are you a business owner, CEO, or responsible for marketing? If you are, iHeartMedia can help you reach your goals and find new customers. We reach more consumers in your target area than anyone else. And we can give you access to those potential customers more cost-effectively. Across radio, digital, podcasting, and social. We'd love to show you how iHeartMedia can work for you. Get started today at iHeartAdvertising.com. That's iHeartAdvertising.com. It's time to talk about Mohawk Chevrolet. I know it's cold. I know it's snowy, but the deals are hot. They've got the most vehicles on the lot since 2019. Over 260 new vehicles ready to go. More arriving every day. This is your time to get the vehicle you love, the payment you're looking for, great lease deals on all kinds of great vehicles, Traxxas, Equinox, everything there. Make sure you say hi to Employee of the Month, Savannah Sousa, Salesperson of the Month, Nate Moss. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet off exit 12 of the Northway, where they always go out of their way to please you. 
Generation X throwing salutes the Capital Region small businesses and the hardworking employees. Generation X throwing a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets, who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously voted the best axe throwing in the Capital Region. Now through the end of February is family time. Come on in with your family and see how much fun you can have together. 90 Fuller Road, Albany. 518-712-7070. Theaxeplace.com. As a property owner, you always have the right to choose which company you want and trust to mitigate your fire, water, or mold damage. Choose Quick Response, the company with a proven track record and the highest level of expertise. Quick Response! Whoa, watch out! I didn't even see that guy walking in the dark. That was way too close. If you walk at dawn, dusk, or after dark, you can see headlights. But can drivers see you? Make sure to be seen. Walk facing traffic if there are no sidewalks. Use crosswalks, wear bright clothing, and carry a flashlight. Remember, see and be seen. Pedestrian safety is no accident. A message from the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee and the New York State Departments of Health and Transportation. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Back in Gaz on the Voice Region Sports Fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I'm sorry, before we get into this, did you bring me any hookers and weed? I mean... No, I didn't. I mean, seriously. I don't ask for a lot around here. Just a little hookers and weed. A very unique, great draft. Uh, well, the draft or canned lager. It's craft. It's great. I love it. It's a phenomenal beer, which uh, has been uh, brewed by the two lovely ladies, the entrepreneurs, J.J. Hookers and Willow B. Weed. If you go to hookersandweed.com right now, you can check out the beer locator. So you can find out exactly where you can get hookers and weed. And I know what you're thinking. I wish I always knew where to get hookers and weed. And now you do. Uh, Deli and Brew, like I mentioned. Glenville Beverage. King's Tavern. How about Muddy's? Hey, we know that spot. My friend's over at Muddy's now. Oliver's Beverage and a whole lot more. Hookers and weed lager. It's it's phenomenal. You're really going to like it. Um, as a matter of fact, I was told by one of the uh, one of the people over there that uh, helps with hookers and weed, with uh, JJ Hooker and uh, Willoughby Weed, that they might bring us some. So we may maybe Ooh. today... We'll be getting delivery of hookers and weed. Tell your wife that we'll be getting hookers and weed. Uh, it, listen, it's it's a fun name. It's even more for, fun beer. You know, you're out there, you're snow blowing, you're shoveling the driveway, throw a four-pack in the snowbank, pop one open, sip on it when you take your break, you'll be living the dream. Hookersandweed.com, hookers and weed lager. Make sure you grab some today. Um, this Robert Griffin III, Jay Gruden feud is the is the present that I didn't know I needed. So like, Robert Griffin the third is completely. Um, I think he's insane. I think he thinks he was a better quarterback than he was. I think he thinks his career was bigger than it was, and I think he thinks it's okay to say the things he says. And and I don't mind saying the things he says because it's entertaining. But I think he's mad at the wrong people. Like I think the style of play he had, you were. You were probably going to get hurt at some point. It was a really bad injury, all these other things. 
the team you're on, all these, you, but like he was known to fly in the private jet with Daniel Snyder. He was known to hang out with the owner more than the rest of the team. And the way the draft happened, you knew you were in trouble. I, I would think, well, the, it started with Jay Gruden saying that if I ever put a quarterback position, the Eagles would put Jalen Hurts in. I'm sorry. Griffin, what? Gruden, were you not prepared? No, I wasn't prepared. Gruden, very sarcastically, yeah, that's right. We had a terrible coaching staff. I'm sorry. That's like one of the greatest coaching staffs of all time, by the way. It is. Look at the assistants, especially. <laughs> right. So I thought it was over. Brian Mitchell tried to get involved, the punt returner. Um, but it wasn't over. <laughs> it wasn't even close to over. Because then RG3 went on his podcast and tells a story his that the press conference where he goes out and says, um, you know, great players are surrounded by great players, whatever like players support him. Maybe he calls out his team. He now says Jay Gruden told him to do that. And that Jay Gruden then threw him to the wolves by going to the press and then going to the team and saying it wasn't right that he did that. So we don't know if that's true or not. Whatever. I don't know. Um, ultimately, Jay Gruden puts up a video of RG3 racing a bird and says, just go race a pigeon. To which he says it's a hawk and how dare you. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But it was the, pretty funny post. the real tweet that was deleted by, J, by at coach underscore Jay Gruden that replied to the video was, you weren't good enough. Kirk was better. Cleveland didn't want you. Baltimore did either. Quit blaming me. And then deleted that. That's scorched earth right there. Hmm. And it's not necessarily not true. There, okay, that's it. I don't think it's scorched earth because it goes back to how you set this up, right? Like RG three perceives himself to be a better player than he was. He you laid it all out really well. But there's the biggest way we evaluate these players. Like I'm going to use a, an example between RG three and Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel in that Netflix documentary said he never wanted to be in Cleveland. He didn't want to be there, and he never got another chance in the NFL. But that was because of Johnny Manziel. Like yeah. Johnny Manziel, that was a self inflicted wound. And he, I think, understood that with perspective that no other team wanted to do what he was doing to self-sabotage himself. So RG3 has valid points about the Washington franchise when he played there. It was dysfunctional. He wrote a book about it. He tweeted about it. I don't disagree with a lot of stuff RG3 said there because a lot of quarterbacks have failed in Washington. There's a lot of franchises yeah. that have had quarterbacks who were supposed to be future stars that didn't work out. I do truly believe it is the business. It's leadership. You and I were to conversation with somebody talking about how bad leadership is somewhere else uh, i think involving an <laughs> nfl team or across at, a, at another place you and i used to work mm. anyways i bring that up because not true they don't have bad leadership they don't have leadership i bring that up because i think the, <laughs> the coach gruden point is spot on okay let's say you can right. blame them right. all you want okay it's washington's fault you know what rg3 levac and i we can see that point to you yep there's 31 other teams. If you want to blame Washington, go right ahead. You got another run in Cleveland. You got hurt. You got hurt, Cleveland. They didn't want you back. You got signed by Baltimore. You weren't the starter. You went to broadcasting, and every year you keep saying there's three or four teams reaching out. Really? Why didn't you sign with them? Like, I get you failed in one spot, but for me to believe, and I know pro sports is far different than media and business and sales and teaching and any other profession. I get it because of age and what you can do in the pocket. I get that. But you had other opportunities. So you can be right and wrong, and it feels like Coach Gruden got it right on that last tweet. And I feel like RG3 got the rest of it right. I feel like they're both right. Well, I, I sum up pretty simply, though. 
like as he sits here and talks about himself and how great he, he, he should have been. In 2012, two quarterbacks were drafted to the Washington, then Redskins. You were the second best. Kirk Cousins is better. He's better than you. He's a he's he's a better NFL quarterback. He was not as good of a college quarterback. Uh, there's a lot of places that you would have excelled beyond him, but part of being an NFL quarterback is surviving to the next play. And you know, it's it's weird to say that now while he's out with a ruptured Achilles, but Kirk Cousins knew when to get the hell out of the way, and he won a lot more games. It's also amazing to think in that same class, the things you said of not protecting your body, not taking care of yourself. Andrew Luck kind of fell for those same things, you know, like yeah. Luck came back too quick from rehab and then he hurt it again and he didn't like sliding. You know, right. RT3 did have overall probably a better career than Luck just because he played a lot oh, longer. You're out of your mind. No, he might have. Luck, luck. I think it's fun. a lot closer than people realize. I take Luck. Um I do find it interesting that Kirk Cousins is last man standing. And by the way, when the question is asked, well, yeah, but if Belichick takes over the Falcons, who's his quarterback going to be? The answer appears to be Kirk Cousins. And I think that would work. Because is there a guy who's more, again, you know, oh, Belichick's the devil and he's, you know, he's a church, good going church boy, but that he's never going to pop off. He's never going to say anything bad. And when he does, it's going to be, you like that? Like it's, you know, he's, He's perfect. A quarterback with a big personality who won the Heisman Trophy, who might be promised the world by a franchise because they're desperate for him to win. There could be a lot of similarities between RG3 and Jaden Daniels. There could mm-hmm. be. Like, Washington's got the number two pick. They could take Jaden Daniels. New yeah. England could. I think so. The Giants could. Tankathon has him going to New England. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> could New England treat him the same way they treated RG3 and give him that empowerment with a new head coach? I should say a system that they might want to mold around him maybe robert Kraft will think he's the next tom brady's too high of a compliment but the right. future of the franchise like yeah. there are a lot of similarities between Jaden daniels and rg3 and i think it goes even to the heisman we just brought up andrew luck andrew luck should have won the heisman that year i think michael pettick should have won the heisman this year but stats prove to have those guys benefit in their way very interesting to see what the future connection here is rg3 in the 2024 draft class i got a future connection for you you don't close your garage door and luckily for you, to save the day is USX Pest Control. Yeah! <laughs> USXPest.com. That's the website. Schedule your free inspection today. I have the non-chemical exclusion package on my house. They went around, they sealed everything. And I closed my doors because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin that work. But it's a big deal. Like it's 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 such a great package. They go, they used to call it cat gardening, because it's all part of the Gagne family of brands. So that's how you start the whole thing if you're me. We love USX Pest Control. Whether you're making mistakes to your home that you didn't even realize or impacting your home that much, or you've had your home for a while and just haven't had the chance, time, opportunity to check on your home, luckily you've got the staff at USX Pest Control who does that for you. Join the Platinum Package. Get it as a part of your budget throughout the year. There's things you invest in. We talk about sports wagering. We talk about mm-hmm. your future. How about your home? Yes. USX Pest Control will make sure your home is safe for the future here in 2024. And you set that game plan. Tim, Frank, Victor, Chris, and the whole team over there at USX Pest Control will come to your home and tell you what's working and what needs to be improved on, what maybe you can pull back a little bit in your home, stay safe throughout the winter and throughout this year. USX Pest Control, saving marriages ever since guys went to USXPest.com and scheduled that free inspection. You should do it as well. Top 4 and 4 is coming up next. Fox Force Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. 
Nice ride for you so far up and down the north way from Colony up into Saratoga Springs. A little bit heavy on Central Avenue in Colony coming eastbound into the north way. 787, we're doing okay. Route 9, a little bit of volume through Latham and Clifton Park. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com credit. Human trafficking and sexual exploitation of youth doesn't just happen in other parts of the world or in the movies. It can happen here, in our communities too. Most of us have no idea what we would do if we had no place to sleep, no food, and no money. Imagine if you were... It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with Levac and Gaz. Four. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. The top 4 at 4 is brought to you by... Mohawk Honda, where they always got a little one to please you guys. What are the fourth biggest story? What is it? Falcons, Raiders, Chargers are some of the teams that have vacancies right Commander, now. Commanders, Seahawks, Panthers, Titans. Okay. Thanks. Gotcha. That's even better. I've written down. All right. So with that being said, it is a Friday. We're known sometimes in the NFL for the Friday news dump, but it's four o'clock-ish right now. Levac, I'll ask this question. <laughs> By the time we come back on the air Monday, over under... Point five vacancies filled Over. from now, from us talking right now, not when you're listening, but from us talking right now on the live side, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980 to Monday. Over. Over. Okay. What vacancy do you think it is? Belichick to the Falcons. Um, I think that looks good. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the fence about Vrabel to the Chargers. I think that could happen, but I think Belichick, because I think what you, if, if I'm Arthur Blank and I know marketing, and he knows marketing. Try to try to watch college football, not think of Home Depot. I think he wants to announce while everyone's thinking football. So I think he'll do it either right before or between the games this weekend, somewhere in there. That's so interesting of your take because my take was going to be, I think Belichick waits till Tuesday so it could be all about Belichick and not get in the way of the NFL. <laughs> no, no, it could be either way, though. Like, if you want the attention on your franchise, you want the most social media clicks, you time up the post exactly where it is, Depends on who wants to go old school or new school. It's kind of the way I look at it. If you're old school like Arthur Blank, maybe you go with Tuesday. New school, maybe you go in the middle of the games. Maybe somebody on the social media team's pressuring him. I'm trying to figure out the right number two. By the time we come yeah. back on, it could be three. It could be it could be Belichick to the Falcons, Quinn, Dan Quinn to the Seahawks, and Vrabel to the Chargers. That's what I think. I'm gonna go with under. I don't disagree with the teams you just said there and the spots you just said there. I have no pushback on that. I feel like today would be more like in the next six hours or over the weekend that Sirianni or McCarthy would get let go. And the reason I think about yeah. that is because these are the exit interviews for most NFL teams. This is the opportunity. Well, McCarthy, they told us he's staying. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sirianni, I think, could happen. So these exit interviews is like, let's recap the season. So maybe nobody wants to coach the Cowboys because of Jerry Jones and that list of people we just talked about. They don't want to work with Jerry Jones. Like they've done enough in their careers. They're like, we're good. Like, we'll go find somewhere else to work so we don't have Jerry Jones meddling and everything. For Sirianni, remember, it was about a week. I had to go look this up today. It was about a week after that whole Washington game with the Eagles that Doug Peterson finally went. Yeah. And they told Doug Peterson in the exit interview, which is very common at any types of level of football, especially college and pro. Hey, we got to make some changes. Let's start with the coordinators. And Peterson's like, no. He's like, no, no, no. We got to. He's like, no, I'm loyal to my guys. All right, this isn't going to work out. Bye. 
I don't think Sirianni is like that, but boy, we have evidence of exit interview, coach exiting. I would say under my question, and Sirianni would be the number one on most likely to be out and another vacancy opens up. That's my play, but I could be wrong. We'll see. I'll tell you this. I think Sirianni being fired is the only way Harbaugh's not back in Michigan next year. Sirianni being fired is the yeah. only way Harbaugh is back in not Michigan? Not back in Michigan. I think he's going back. Oh, okay. I think he would take the Eagles job. But I don't think he I don't think I think that it was either the Eagles or the Chargers. And the Chargers doesn't feel like the right fit to me. But him and Jeffrey Lurie, I can see them hitting it off pretty quick. So I I think I think Harbaugh's headed back to Michigan. I think he'll get the clause that says he can't be fired for cause if they find something from before. He'll go back to Michigan. He'll win another championship. Uh, Ohio State will lose for five more years to Michigan, and then maybe he'll come out. I feel like you're in my mind right now. First, that Belichick take about Atlanta, and now that one where I haven't said this out loud until now, but you just kind of ripped it right out of my brain. I've just assumed Harbaugh's going to be the GM the whole time. Like, Harbaugh's been so used to the college thing of building his roster through recruiting. I've never said this out loud. I think Harbaugh wants to be the GM. Well, Harbaugh's a pain in the ass. Yes, I think he wants to be the head coach and the GM that makes all roster decisions. And some team, maybe Washington, maybe the Chargers, maybe the Titans, maybe someone gives it to him. And I just realized I've never actually said that out loud. But there we go. All right, let's move on to story number three. Story number three, some NBA action to be aware of coming up. The Knicks have had back-to-back games. So no New York Knicks action, but the Brooklyn Nets take on the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. It's a 10-30 tip-off. Out on the West Coast, get ready for that matchup if you're a Nets fan. Nets have not been playing too too well over the last few games. Looks like they're falling further and further down when it comes to the playoff stains in the East. The Knicks back in action on Saturday, a Saturday night game in Madison Square Garden where they're going to take on the Toronto Raptors. 7.30 tip-off set for that game, 7 o'clock. Coverage gets underway right here. On your home for New York Knicks basketball, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. The fact that should be an odd game for Toronto, really a tough one to handicap too or wager on because we know Pascal Siakam's out. We know R.J. Barrett is playing his former team. OG's playing his former team. These are always those tough games. IQ. IQ as well. These are tough because you wonder in basketball in particular, does his teammates just let him go? Does it turn into an all-star game at some point? Like, go get him. But I don't feel like there's bad blood between these guys when they swap squads. Should be a really fun game, though, on Saturday night. I, I, think, they, I think everybody likes each other, but I also think there's part of that where – if you're one of the guys that felt like you were being held back because those guys were here, you probably want to show out. You know, if you're one of the guys, like if you're OG, do you have bad blood just because? Like, remember, these basketball, a lot of guys try to have that Jordan mentality of, you wronged me. Wait, how did I wrong you? You know what you did. Um, so I, I, I would expect Miles McBride to have a good game. I think OG will go off a little bit. And and listen, if Brunson and Hart are healthy, they'll play. But... I, I think there's it could be a fun game. It could be fun. I I don't expect there to be any standing ovations for anybody in Raptors jerseys, I can tell you that. Jalen Brunson is so good. I don't know how many more times I'm gonna have to say it in January, but that came last night for Washington. He he was a superstar. He was fantastic, man. Jalen um, Brunson's awesome. And he was hysterical. He was. <laughs> His post game, they asked him because he scored forty again. So they asked him, like, you know, did you ever did you see your dad score forty? For the Knicks, he goes. You mean over the course of his career? <laughs> and then he took shots at heart. He was just. He was. He is. He is feeling it, as they say. You know, I wanted to have Jordan Poole play awful last night. Yeah. Gosh, funny. he made some thanks, great. Thanks for angering him. 
He made some great plays last night. He's like Kyrie from the matchup against the Mavericks. They can't stand Kyrie. Goes off against the Knicks. Jordan Poole has been great his last five games. I saw Twitter trying to destroy Jordan Poole. I didn't mention this to you, LeVac, that there's a play at the end of that game when the Wizards cut it to three. Then one of Poole's teammates falls out of bounds and Poole goes to help him up. And now Twitter's trying to say, what are you doing? Yeah. Get back on D. So the inbounds <laughs> pass, the Knicks foul, the Knicks win. I don't like Jordan Poole. I don't hate him like mm. people on Twitter I found out last night. Relax, Turns everybody. Turns out, dirty Poole. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of hate on social media. Who would have guessed? Story number two here. It's college basketball across the Capital Region in upstate New York. It starts off tonight. 7 o'clock tip-off is the Siena Saints take on the Quinnipiac Bobcats and some MAC action on a Friday wow. night. So proud of you. So proud that you're roaring and meowing. Somewhere Bill Walton's like, I love these two. <laughs> two big guys roaring into a bunch of I would definitely smoke weed with those guys. I don't know if that was good at all. The last the last two was good. Like, I saw the impression developing on the air. The last two words was good. I, yeah, I had to build it. it it's like a rude, they don't just happen. Isn't Bill Hader known for that? Like, he only yeah. does, like, two-word impressions at their spot well, on. Well, you, you always find, like, the the like, the like thing. Like, um, uh, Dana Carvey's uh, George W. Bush. Thousand points of light. Like that was it was like something he he said like once or never even really said. <laughs> tomorrow, seven o'clock. Now my order's out. Well, who cares? Albany plays tomorrow at seven o'clock. The Great Danes back at home taking on Bryant. Uh the Bryant team, I you know, Coach Grasso got fired. Remember the don't you know who I am thing he did earlier this yeah. year, and then he said he wanted to do coaching. I wanted Bryant to do better. I thought it was a fan of Coach Grasso. Uh, that Bryant program is not as good as I thought it was. But UAlbany's playing all right. I know they suffered their first loss recently at home, but UAlbany, 7 o'clock tomorrow. And then a lot, here, of, lot of real minutes left. Here tomorrow at Syracuse Basketball, we've got the Adrian Autry Coaches Show getting underway at 10 o'clock, pregame at 11, and a noon tip-off inside the JMA Wireless Dome at noon as they take on the Miami Hurricanes. Here's what I'm going to do for the storyline of all those games. I gave you Sienna. We already talked about them, how they struggled this season. We know about you, Albany. Here's how I'm going to present the Syracuse story. There's big news out in central New York that they've decided to completely restructure the seating arrangement at the carry. There you go. This is a fine. JMA Wireless Dome. But in fact, they've moved the student section. So if you're one of the season ticket holders for basketball or football, more so football, they just called you up yesterday and said, hey, you know your tickets? They're not yours anymore. <laughs> you run a professional sports team. You're the president. Would you take us through what would happen if you called your season ticket holders one season and said, hey, uh, we're moving your tickets. H how does that go through? Because it's happening to Syracuse fans right now. First, you delegate that. You don't do that yourself. Um, no, we we actually ran into that in 21 because there was – so the, the weird thing is if you have the team before, you have access to everything. If you didn't own the team before, you have to gain access to everything. And the, and the people at the arena are phenomenal, but – no one was sure whether or not we could even get the season ticket holder records from 18 and 19. And then some of the people in there were like, I don't care. Let's just, whoever comes in and buys first come first serve. So that was, there was a lot of people who were like, well, this isn't, this isn't right. And then during COVID in 21, when we had to space everyone, we had to take your seats. So like, we'd be like, all right, your seats are now four rows over here. And people got stuck in those seats, so it was a whole thing. It, it is. You want to upset a season ticket holder? Tell them you're moving them. It is better for the dome because it looks so much better to have a student section in an end zone. The yeah. advantage and the calls, and it looks cooler. The, like the design makes more sense rather than being pushed in the corner of the end zone. 
Maybe Coach Brown made that call. I don't know. There's been rumors it's been going on for months. It looks way better for the future. The carrier. Gosh, twice. JMA Wireless Dome. I've been pretty good about not saying the carrier dome, but there you go. Uh, story number one. It's the NFL playoffs continuing on this weekend. We got two games Saturday. We got two games Sunday. We're getting closer and closer to the big Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Levac, we've talked about the NFL games in the 3 o'clock hour. If you missed it, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app, always on demand. Maybe we dive a little deeper here in a little segment we like to call Fantasy versus Reality. I'll allow it. Fantasy versus Reality is coming up. But first, um, I think we might have our first banning. We might have to ban... We have to ban a regular. For, Whoa. We have to put him in a penalty box at least for a little while. Uh-oh. For a little while. What if I told you one of our most loyal listeners was shopping for a Chevrolet and they weren't doing it at Mohawk Chevrolet? Why? What? What? First of all, and then and then had the nerve to reach out to me and complain about how terribly they were treated at this other dealership, to which I reminded them of... Duh! Go to Mohawk Chevrolet just off exit 12 of the Northway. Andy Gelcher, Jeff Harridan, the GM, Travis Horn, the new assistant GM, Katie Gattuso Duncan. Over 260 brand new vehicles on the lot, ready to go, making deals, red tag sales events. Not to mention, literally, like, pay your first payment of a lease and drive out of their stuff going on right now on tracks and Equinox. I drive a Mohawk Chevy Silverado named ScarJo that I love. And you have complimented, sir. My daughter drives a Mohawk Chevy. Most people I know drive a Mohawk Chevrolet now because they saw how much I love working with them, and now they're working with them. And you have the audacity, Corey from Greenwich. Oh, Corey! To send me a picture from a, a, a wannabe rival dealership and then complain about how you were treated. Corey, be better! Okay? Be better. What would Corey's dad say about that move? My Corey, God. get your nuts out of here. I'm sick of it. What are you doing not going to Mohawk Chevrolet like Levac has told you? I'm going to spin kick you in the face. Get your meat out of my truck. That's why we can't have nice things. Young Corey's dad became Matt Foley. He's a little Matt Foley now. It's changed. <laughs> Matt Foley lives He's on adapted. a farm instead of a van down by the yeah. river. It's Corey's dad. Corey, how are you going to go to the wrong place and then reach out? Because I found out he was a little older, too, so it changed the... <laughs> and then I also found out he had a black belt. So okay. now it's like... So I just envision him like coming out and going, Hey. Dad, I was treated horribly at this Chevy dealership. Of course you were. You didn't go to Mohawk. <laughs> and then he kicks him. Kick smarts into you. What Get your nuts off the table. Listen. And your meat. <laughs> Why do you have so much meat? Um Smallhawk Chevrolet. That's listen, the place you gotta go. It's to, no together, doubt. let's mm -hmm. drive. We were we're in this together at Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. Don't go anywhere else. Just go right to Mohawk Chevrolet. Just trust me on this one, okay? Don't be Corey from Greenwich with your nuts and your meat everywhere. Fantasy versus reality is next right here at Fox Sports Radio 959 and 980. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Stupid, no, stupid, stupid, stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With Levac and Gods. Ah, uh, yes. Fantasy versus reality. Listen, I'd like to publicly apologize for going two and two. 
this weekend, bringing me down to uh, 39 and 20, a pitiful, dismal win percentage of 66.1%. I'm embarrassed, okay? I'm embarrassed that I'm down to 66. Guys, you, uh, what'd you do, two and two as well? I'm sorry, I just got through a big whiff of sarcasm there, but that, that's an unbelievable I'm in, record. I was at 70, like the entire year. Well, uh, you're you're at 500. You're at 50 because you're 26, 26, and seven. <laughs> you are terrible at this. Wait a second. The answer's you. But boy, it is remarkable to go 59 picks and do nothing for the second consecutive week. You haven't moved. You're better off doing nothing. Right, I could have just done the same with myself. Be really good or really bad, just don't be average. And here I sit at 26, 26, and 7. Um, yeah, so I mean, I pretty much walked away with this No, thing. no, 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 no. I mean, I'm at 66%. How many picks do we have left? We have four this week. We have four this week. We have four for the conference championship week. We take a week off in between, and then we do our final finale live from Las Vegas on the Friday Super Bowl. So we have 12. 12 total? If I go 12-0, and 0, yeah, I did the math today. If okay. I go 12-0... and 0, I will finish the season at 59%. I don't know what you would finish if you go 0-12. Oh, if I went 0-12, you'd beat me. Woo! If you did that. Woo! If you did that. However, if I get four right, I you can't touch me. If I get four right, it puts me at 60.56. You would be at 59.38. So as long as I get four right, one a week, you are blocked. You're out. And that's if you went perfect. So after this week, I will have this locked up. Because no. I'm going 4-0. Oh. Well, I'm going 4-0 oh too. I'm going 4-0. Oh. You're going to go 2-2 two and two as usual. Because even if you go 4-0 oh this week, that means you go 0-4 oh next week in Fantasy vs. Reality. And I have decided that my prize is you will take me to dinner under the orange roof for this. Excellent. And you will pay for my wings and my beverages and maybe dessert. I might even have dessert. Okay, that's fair I'm enough. I'm going to let you go no. first. Uh, okay, so, you know, I think for the rest of the year, I should always go first because you do have the lead, and we have... And I'm better than you, and I can sit back and laugh. <laughs> As you pick against the daily fantasy number that you have found at, what, DraftKings? Yeah. And it, you, it's half-point PPR? Yes. Loser. I'm going against my Buccaneers on the first one. You should. Jared, That's a good play. Jared Goff is my play here. 17.1 is the numbers the Detroit Lions take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I sh I'm sure in the history of fantasy versus reality, I've usually sat in this like forward against a Buccaneer second action. 17.1 the number for Goff against a Buccaneer secondary that we've covered this has struggled. Now, it was a weird finish last week because when we did this, the Bucs and the Eagles kicked off on a Monday. A.J. Brown got scratched. But Monty Smith still had a really good game against the Buccaneers secondary, led by Antoine Whitfield Jr., who's one of the best secondary players in the entire NFL. But St. Brown on the outside. Gibbs can catch the ball out of the backfield. Montgomery came too. Sam Laporte is sort of healthy. I don't even know how to describe Laporte, but he's playing. Let's put it like that. Golf gets a good match against the Buccaneers. That doesn't necessarily mean. You know what, LeVac? I know it's your thing to do, but here's what I'm declaring every single time. Once I'm done with my fantasy play, I'm just going to scream out money line. All right, money line, Buccaneers money line over the Detroit Lions, but Goff beats his <laughs> fantasy number at 17.1. Give me Goff over in that one. I'm going to do this in order of play, and that means I'm starting with the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Texans are getting nine and a half points. The total is 43 and a half. This game screams quarterback highlight reel all day long. 
C.J. Stroud, I think he shows up. He shows everybody why he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. However, that bad man across the field, Lamar Jackson, is going to remind everybody why he is the most valuable player in the NFL. But see, here's the thing. Everybody thinks the best game is going to be Sunday night. I'm telling you right now, I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. I am predicting an instant classic. I think this is going to be one of those games that we look at and we start drooling and salivating over the thought of C.J. Stroud versus Lamar Jackson for years and years to come. I love this game. And let's little little added motivation for you. I believe that if Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick can get Stroud and the boys to put up 25 to 30 points against this Ravens defense, he is going to be an OC no more. He will be an HC. Somebody will hire him to be the head coach. I believe this will be a good game. I believe it will be a close game. It will not be a blowout. And that is why I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus nine and a half points. Monday to Friday, a lot can happen through a week. Monday, I was convinced these are all going to be blowouts on Saturday. Now I sit here on a Friday and Levesque might have a smile on his face knowing that I lean more towards his play in that game. No, that game doesn't help me. You're terrible blow- at this. Than the blowout. Hang You're on, terrible at this. I'd, I'd prefer if you disagree with me. <laughs> 11, uh, I'll, I'll give you the take on the game, but first I'll give you Devin Singletary he is my running back play. How convenient that worked out. 11.2 is the number for Singletary. And the difference, McCaffrey's just too hard to figure out. I could do McCaffrey every single week. It's too hard to figure out if that number is going to truly match what you can do. And almost, you feel disappointed by a McCaffrey number. But second through seven is separated by two and a half points. I'll take Devin Singletary to potentially get in the end zone for the Texans. If that deep threat that the Texans have on the outside gets tackled at the two or the one, Singletary can vulture a touchdown for me. Give me 11.2 in that number. I do believe Baltimore is going to win this game. I say Ravens, money line. But this is going to have a March Madness feel to it. And what I mean by that is that the Texans, I would play like Texans halftime or Texans first quarter. I could see a late touchdown by Baltimore, a backdoor cover and getting that double digit cover. You give out fancy advice. Ravens, Ravens money line. You give out fantasy advice. That's your job. We already talked about these games. I'll give out the plays. Ravens money line. Green Bay Packers at San Francisco 49ers. Niners are a nine and a half point favorite. The total is 50 and a half points. Listen, I was wrong going against the Packers last week. So I know what you're thinking to yourself. You're like, Levac, no way. You're going to go against them again. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The 49ers have a date with destiny. You could argue... And I would argue that Kyle Shanahan is the best National Football League head coach that hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. This 49ers team can do everything, and they do it all better than the Packers. Give me the Niners in a butt whooping. I'll lay the nine and a half points. Look at this. Niners Packers for my wide receiver play. Why don't I like Brandon Ayuk? What does fantasy versus reality hit for you by double digits? There I am. Last time you played him in fantasy versus reality hit for you by double digits. There I am. Talking to myself again. Having that eternal monologue. All about you. 10.1's the number here for Brandon Ayuk, and I think he beats that against the Green Bay matchup. Now, Debo Samuel's not too far off. Debo on most sites that you find his number for is 11.4, 11.5. So Ayuk and Debo, I could have gone either way. I just feel like Ayuk's got a little bit more speed. Potentially that matchup with a young Packers secondary can get him for a long route. So I'll take Ayuk with that number, beating it. Give me Brandon Ayuk, the number again. One more time, 10.1, 10.1. And you already said you're taking the, what? What are you doing? Niners, money line. Oh, you're such a wimp. 
All right, you already talked about this game. Let me talk about this game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the Detroit Lions. The Lions are a six and a half point favorite. The total is 48 and a half. I think there will be a lot of points in this game. I also think Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers blitzed the life out of Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, and any kindness that was left between Jay Gruden and RG3. That being said, remember what I said about Bobby Slowick? Say the same thing about Ben Johnson. The OC for the Lions has a chance to become a head coach if he handles this game appropriately. He will adjust to the blitz, unlike what happened last week with Philly. He will get on the right track. He will get points on the board, and he will probably be a head coach, if not this year, next year. Detroit Lions lay the six and a half points. The Buccaneers are way in over their head. Baker Mayfield is trash. Todd Bowles is a defensive coordinator. Goss is going to be crying. And whatever, if, if he did make a child last week, he may have to he may have to just cry and make another one so that one has somebody to play with while he's crying and being a loser as a Buccaneers fan. That got so, real personal at the end. Did. Like, we, we, you insulted my unborn child that may or may not. I didn't insult the unborn child. I insulted the parents, and I said it's going to need another child. I hope they're twins so they can, they can, they can carry you out of the bar when you're crying in your beer. I feel like I should get a pregnancy test for my wife after last week, right? Is it worked that what? fast? You know, like, you know what? I'm personal. Well, <laughs> our last play here. I did all four games. This worked out well. I like where this went. Now, usually I like to stay away from going back to back in fantasy versus real. I don't like playing the same person every single week. That's not fun, especially for people who have different players on different rosters and you're adjusting your roster. Last week, I played Dawson Knox. That was a nice hit for me, the tight end position, which has been tough to figure out this season in fantasy. Now I'm flipping at Dalton Kincaid. Ha ha, that counts, all right? I'm not going back-to-back -back with Knox again. I'm going Dalton Kincaid, who did over his number last week, and he's going to do it again as the Buffalo Bills take on the Kansas City Chiefs. I love Kincaid's number, 6.5. You know I'm not a big-time anytime touchdown scorer, but I feel like as we get closer and closer to that kickoff on Sunday at 6.30, if Kincaid's number's like at plus 200, ooh, putting a little, little money on Kincaid to get that anytime touchdown score for me. Dalton Kincaid, the number 6.5 is what I'm seeing here for the Buffalo Bills tight end. There's and that. Bills, money line. Oh. I picked the games here. Anytime touchdown for, I don't know yet, Isaiah Pacheco. How's that? All right. All right. Here's the deal. Kansas City Chiefs on the road. First ever road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. He's getting two and a half points from the Bills. Total's 45 and a half. Bills looked really good for a lot of the game last week but they're going up against a team that is i'm sorry to say this superior to them because patrick mahomes is the best player in football he is the quarterback he's the man he it's the mvp award that lamar jackson wins this year should be called the patrick mahomes mvp award that's how good mahomes is i want the bills to win this game i don't think they're going to Give me the Kansas City Chiefs plus two and a half points. Levesque. Mahomes is going to get it done. If if you if if the Bills are going to win this thing, it's going to be because Captain Novice, Harrison Butker, misses an extra point or something. That's how it's going to work out. I I believe the Chiefs win this game and end up playing the Ravens in Baltimore next week. Chiefs plus two and a half. I held out hope for 80 minutes today, almost 90 minutes. I held out hope that maybe your attitude would change about this game. This game kicks off Sunday at 6.30. You have so many Bills fans that you know. Our guy, Willie Fish, loves the Buffalo Bills. I love, hey, listen, I want the Bills. Said it all day. Bills-Lions, dream matchup for the Super Bowl. Dream matchup. Somebody's going to win it for the first time. 
Neither one's going to be there. So, What about Cam, the Firebird ultimate number one fan? He's a huge Bills fan. He's a pain in my butt. Okay, I love Cam. He's a pain in my butt. So that doesn't change anything. Benny Wednesday. Love Benny Wednesday. Oh, my God. In the office today, it's Joe Nair, who's the head of ticket sales. It is Darius Prince, the GOAT. It is Dwayne Hollis, the Mr. Defensive Coordinator, myself. Benny, telling us all that Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Telling us all that he will win multiple Super Bowls in Buffalo. You know what? It's on Benny now. It is? He, he went too far. He, he did. got too caught up in the... He's 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 crazy. All right, he's quick, crazy. I'll quickly recap. I'm going to go quarterback to tight end real quick here. Again, Jared Goff, my play here, even though it hurts me, even though I think my <laughs> Buccaneers... Well, win the game. 17.1 is the number for golf. He beats that against the Buccaneer defense. Destroys it. Love the Devin Singletary running back spot here. 11.2, the Texans running back scores against the Baltimore Ravens. Wide receiver position. Brandon Ayuk, 10.1. Take that play. And Dalton Kincaid, tight end, 6.3, the number for the Buffalo Bills tight end. Name's Dalton. All right, here's my plays running it back. I like the Houston Texans plus nine and a half. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan, the real deal. San Francisco 49ers minus nine and a half. Green Bay, it was nice to see. You had a good run. Go eat some cheese. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you ain't going to win this one. Detroit laying the six and a half. I think the Lions come out and handle their business. And the one that causes me no joy, and this is not sarcasm, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs plus two and a half. I think Travis Kelsey scores. I think Isaiah Pacheco scores. I think that Chris Jones lays it down out there. Drops the hammer, if you will. Oh, God. That is fantasy versus reality. When I go 4-0 this week, Gaz is officially out. Cannot win the thing. I just realized I didn't take Dawson Knox last week because he did the names Dalton thing, and I remember he did that same thing last week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how close the Bills' tight ends are in my mind. Yeah. So there you go. I almost go. said something that would have got us kicked off the radio. Oh, gosh. On a Friday? Don't please. No, no, no. How about I'll we... save that for the next break. No, don't. don't. <laughs> let's let's talk about Elevation 10,000 instead. Ooh. You're rocking some Elevation 10,000 gear I'm always today. rocking Elevation gear. As a matter of fact, it's become a problem. Oh. I don't know if I can wear Elevation 10,000 gear anymore. I've got my, my Firebirds hoodie on. You know, my name is embroidered on it. i got my Firebirds hat on. Perfectly done by our friends over at Elevation 10,000. They've helped me with websites. They helped me with the web store. They helped me with advertising. But they made this apparel. They made this gear. And every time I wear it, where's my hoodie? Where's my hat? It goes on and on and on and on. The stuff is too good. It's too nice. If you want to be bothered as to where this, where, where your friends and family and random people on the street, where they can get the exact stuff you're wearing, well, then get a hold of Elevation 10,000. If you want a sign that's so perfectly made, that other people are like, wow, I need to go to that business. I need to be a part of that. I need to give them work. Well, then go to Elevation 10,000. If you want to be left alone and have your business fail so you have more time to yourself, don't go to Elevation 10,000. I'm confused by that, but I feel like Elevation 10,000 is very good. I know that. I know you were – I'm not sure if you were mad at me or people or – it's you guys. I think I'm out of you. I think it's Benny Wednesday again. This is all your I fault, little, Benny Wednesday. A little potato. Don't throw that at me. Stop it. Okay. Elevation 10,000 is the place to help you. It's a walking resume. I thought about this today. Ooh. If you want to see how good the gear is, like LeVac just said, check out the apparel. When people are constantly asking LeVac for more gear, what a compliment Me's that is. Me. Elevation 10,000. The same goes for their digital Can marketing. I get a polo? If you follow them on social media, look at their videos and the coverage they have for businesses. Show it. 
hey, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, this is why you should work for Elevation 10,000. Hold it up. Show them the Instagram videos and more and show them they can get in touch with a new business and especially new people that maybe they didn't even realize that wants to work with their business. That's the power of digital marketing uh, or of apparel and elevating your brand with Elevation 10,000. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it's not in all sincerity. Elevation10k.com. Check it out. If you want to elevate your brand, if you want to be better, this is the way to do it. Questions you don't have answers to, they either have them. Hey, it's LeVac. Listen, I am so pumped about this trip to Vegas. Never been to Vegas. Back covering Radio Row for the Super Bowl for the first time in four years. And the reason that I'm not even worried about anything is I already made my trip to the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. When you travel, you got to worry about snoring. I got to share a room with old Gazi Bear over there. That's Now I know that you're not going to be up, kept up by the snoring. Thank you, Integrative Sleep Center. <laughs> I would like to tell you how much I appreciate it. LeVac, I, I know you've told the story before, but on a Friday, it's fun sharing again. The first time we did it, I thought you were joking. Did I what? thought like, it was like a bit of how loud you were snoring <laughs> like oh he's doing it just for comedy it was real no it was and and it's uh you know look I, there's still a little snore but it's rhythmic because i keep breathing and it's not super loud because i have a mouthpiece that keeps my airway open no hoses no wires easy to travel with i'm gonna wear it on the plane because we're red eye back on friday night just so that we can possibly be hanging out with somebody at a super bowl party or two we're, we're, we're ready to make the rounds so i was afraid i'd fall asleep on the plane which means I'd be snoring on the plane, which means I'd be annoying everyone else. But no, I'm going to put the mouthpiece in. That's how easy it is to travel with it. I'll throw it right in my carry-on. I'll be ready to go. See, even the computer knows I'm right. That's how cool it is. It just makes all the difference in the world. And uh, like that's that's that thing is when I have a good idea. So do what I did. Stop worrying about this stuff. 518-885-6185. Have the conversation with Lori Ann, she'll walk you through everything you need to know about insurance. Ivy's there to help. Doc Dreer is there to make sure you get the treatment you deserve and you start sleeping better too. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer, diplomat Fred Dreer, diplomat of sleep medicine. And the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa helped me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Time for the play of the day. It is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive along, Chevy, where we always go out of our way to please you. What is that look on your face? Yeah, I I'm fighting here. I'm fighting if I should have done this earlier in the show, if I shouldn't have done it. I know you and I have had this conversation before. I think I've done the best to Get hold Get a haircut? This. You should have done it a while ago. No, not involving the haircut. Uh, I know I've asked you this before, and sadly, I don't remember the answer. Did you collect things as a kid? <laughs> Everything. I'm like, I think like there none of the alphabet stuff existed when I was a kid. So, like, OCD was quirky. Um, ADHD was a-hole. Um, <laughs> like, all these things. I had. I kept bottle caps one year. Okay. And, like, between what my parents drank and my neighbors drank, and then if people came over, I had, like, a garbage bag full of bottle caps. And someone, and it's all because someone told me once that some of them were collectible. So, I had all these bottle caps, and I would go through them, like, what about this one? No, that's just a Jenny Cream ad. Okay. What about this one? No, it's just. And then finally, I threw them all away. But no, I've always baseball cards. Okay. Uh, New Era statues, everything. There we go. So, like, baseball cards is my first one as a kid. Baseball cards. And then it was like pennants. Pennants. I want pennants. Pennants. Right. He had to, he collected what he did to make up for all his evil. It was so I had those in my room. And then a, the ultimate one for me was Sports Warrior? Illustrated covers. Ooh. I must have edition, right? at, at least 400, like, covers of Sports Illustrated. Because I used to always get it every week. I would read it. I wanted to be in sports media as a kid. So I'm like, this is the pinnacle. 
Like before ESPN, before Fox, before NBC, before these television and radio networks, Sports Illustrated was the job. And Levac, I don't mean to drop this on you. I don't even know if you saw it today because it's been a loaded Friday. But earlier this afternoon, Sports Illustrated's new owner, the Arena Group, emailed their entire staff and said they all got laid off today. Oh, the entire staff? The entire staff at Sports Illustrated. Does that include fan-sided and... All of it. So a friend of ours? Two two friends of ours that I know. And I wanted to text them today, and I feel like it's such a shock to probably everybody. Like, when there's layoffs media, the Sporting News just had a layoff. I know we know people at the Sporting News. We know people at Sports Illustrated. We know people at a bunch of media companies who have been laid off before. But this one is like the history of sports in America. Yeah, it's like, pretty close to home. This one is, if you are an older listener to this show, if you are somebody in your 30s like me, maybe you caught it in your late 20s. Like, that was it in sports. Like, Sports Illustrated was the job. You would wait by the mailbox and get it. I, I still on this show in 2024 will reference that was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That week they were on Sports Illustrated. They had so much hype in the preseason, they were on the Sports Illustrated season preview. I'm like gutted. I've had people reach out to me who are friends from back home in Syracuse and be like, hey, guys, did you see the news about Sports Illustrated? Because, and please, I, I feel that I'm, I'm mentioning these two guys just because they're so close to this show. Kevin Sweeney, who covers college basketball for Sports Illustrated, who was one of our former interns, who on the LeVac and Gaz tree, we are just as proud as anybody who's done something who's interned with us. But Kevin, we knew when he was 18 years old, okay, he's on another level. I hope yeah. he's okay. I want to reach out to him, and I want to make sure he – Matt Verneram, who we know, you yeah. mentioned. like uh, We Swigo look forward guy. to seeing him. That's one of the best – that's one of the biggest perks of going to cover the Super Bowl is that we know we're going to run into Verneram. He – when you heard busting my chops yesterday about not booking anybody, the first name in my mind to book for the Monday show was Matt Verneram. Not saying he's not going to be on the Monday show because that guy's got a wealth of knowledge, and I hope when we kick off our coverage on Radio Row, Matt is our first guest because he's that talented and that good. But I feel like – I don't work for Sports Illustrated. So is you Sports don't. Illustrated gone? This is the end of it. Like, this is like the fourth time in a row you and I have talked about, like, what Sports Illustrated was. Like, they had massive layoffs four years ago. They had a massive layoff again when they sold it again. Today's the day where, like, nobody's left. Like, the, the robots have taken over. The oh. AI has taken over. So hopefully if you're listening. Skynet writes for right. Skynet. Like, hopefully if you're listening on the podcast side. By the time Levac and I had this conversation around, like, 445, 450 on a Friday. Something's changed. If you're out s- snow blowing, if you're getting an exercise in on the weekend, you're driving around. Hopefully, what we're saying now has aged poorly, and a bunch of people are back at Sports Illustrated. But it doesn't feel like that today. It feels like every single employee for Sports Illustrated got laid off today, and I'm really bummed about it. I I didn't want to take, I didn't want to leave the show talking about it because it's hard to transition off of that. I know we're gonna get a play of the day. I know we're gonna have fun talking about the weekend stuff, but I think. I needed to mention that because of how close that show and that industry has been to LeVac and Gaz and everybody who's a sports fan, man. So uh, it's a tough day in sports. I want to make sure I gave a shout out to those two guys in particular, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel terrible for you that other people got fired. Um, that's not how that. kind of what you did. That's not how that kind of what you did there. No, it is not. kind of what you did there. How, how, how did you spin that into that? You're like, I've lived for Sports Illustrated. It's the. Backbone of my childhood, I collected the covers of Sports Illustrated. Offering a perspective for and people who may not know. Everyone got laid off at Sports Illustrated, and I feel awful. It's all about me. It's not what that was meant to be. Greedy guys. I don't think that's how it came off, I hope. 
<laughs> hope I felt genuinely um, bad for those people. No, yeah. Well, it's just like, like I said, Vernon Ram. But you but here's the reason that I'm kind of being lighthearted right now. Like, if you or I got laid off, ugh, who knows? Who knows? We're not that talented. Um, but but you said it right with Sweeney and with Vernon Ram. Those guys, they're they're top notch. They are top notch. As a matter of fact, I hate to do this to you to when when your childhood, you know, love of Sports Illustrated just got just got the death knell. I've always thought they were too good to be there. I thought with what Sports Illustrated has become, I thought either one of them should have been, you know, either at ESPN or if God God bless us, Fox Sports. So I think they'll be fine. If if I'm one of the other, if I'm if I'm Barstool, how great would Vertigram be at Barstool? He would just was on uh, two days. Sorry, Sweeney was on two days ago. But yes, his his Sweeney mentality would be, is like would that, fit yeah. in a different way. Like Sweeney and if you Kevin Sweeney, Big T reminds me of of Kevin Sweeney with the. But he's an angrier version of Kevin Sweeney, like the a little bit quieter, not as outspoken. But when he does talk, he has a lot to say, um, and they know their stuff. But Verderam is like he would just go in there and start blasting people. Barstool Chicago, where he's yeah. based too, yeah, would be fun. Um, Give those guys to follow on social Fox, media. Sports, anybody yeah. should be. If I'm if I'm any of the if I'm any of the bigs that are still out there, I'm picking off talent. You know, just in case this is a, a, a maneuver. All right, we're going to lay you all off. We'll renegotiate. We'll bring you back. Different price, different whatever. I If I'm any of those, I'm quick as I can. I'm getting a hold of Kevin Sweeney and Matt Verderam and bringing them on. At CBB underscore essentials. Kevin's handle on Twitter at Matt Verderam, V-E-R-D-E-R-A-M-E. Follow those guys because I'm sure even though today's a tough day for them, I believe nobody really publicly has talked about this yet for Sports Illustrated. Those guys are phenomenal. So thinking and, about them today. And before... Any of you say, well, LeVac, why don't you why don't you just get them hired with you at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980? I can't get me hired. So uh, I can't get someone else hired. I, I don't have the power to get me hired. I'm still just kind of here. I'm a I'm just a I just take up space and annoy people. Nah, and there's memos about me. So <laughs> I could be gone in a second. Usually I usually sometimes, very rarely, does Lavac set me up for a really hard thing to transition out of. I've clearly done this now after the Sports Illustrated story of how do we get out of this? Let's do this. The play of the day. Thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. If you're looking to invest, uh, JP in Glenville. I want to give him a shout out. JP shot an email to the show. He said, hey, guys, I've been looking for that 30 to 1 rushing touchdown prop bet you had on DraftKings earlier in the week. Where did it go? For those who might be like JP and missed that, it's been taken off the board. So, again, one more reminder, one of my favorite plays, the 30-to-1 shot, is no longer on the board. We just came off of Fantasy versus Rally with our plays for the weekend. Does anything else jump out to you, LeVac? Anything oh. else? It doesn't have to be the NFL. could be no, the no. NBA. Oh. I got, I'm, so, here's the here's the two plays that I, I know I'm doing this weekend that I did not do as part of Fantasy versus Reality. Yeah. Over Green Bay, San Fran, 50-and-a-half points. I like that a lot. I think that game will go screaming over. I think San Fran will score 40 by themselves. Um, but I also did... What I did during one of the things that won me the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge was my teaser. So I have a four team teaser this weekend. I teased, it's a six and a half point teaser. I got the Texans, the Niners, the Lions, and the Chiefs. So I teased the Texans up to 16. I teased the Niners down to only, only um, given three. The Lions are a pick them now, and the Chiefs are getting nine. So that's, that's 20 to one right there, my friend. That's nice. Two, 20 two to, to one, two to one, two uh-huh. to one. Two to one. Sorry, two to one. Two to one is still good. I put fifty on. I'm getting hundred back. Yeah. How's that? And I'm gonna and I, I, and it's not. That's not gambling, okay? Because gambling implies you might lose. 
that's winning. That bet is winning. I Like Chuck Norris doesn't go hunting because hunting implies a probability you may not get something. Chuck Norris goes killing. This is killing. I'm killing this one. This okay. is a win. Okay, because I basically gave away my fantasy versus reality plays and just yelled out, Muddy line, muddy line, muddy line during fantasy versus reality. <laughs> sort of ruined it. So I will just do this instead. Here's how I'd like you to play this weekend. If you have a team, whether it's the Buccaneers, whether it's the Bills, the Ravens, like your Super Bowl pick right now, here's how I would play this. I'm going to give credit to one of our old pals of the show, Harbor Side Hal. Huh? Harbor Side Hal offered this great piece of advice, and it's something that's always stuck with me when you wager on prop bets for futures. Let's say, for instance, you think the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, and you say, you know what? I like the Ravens' number right now to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to drop that bet right now. Bet them to win the AFC. Yeah. I, you're I, leaving I, money on the table. Don't yeah. leave money on the table. If you're going to put 100 bucks on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, don't. Put 80 and put the other 20 on the AFC. Don't leave money on the table. I know everyone always thinks, how much money can I win? It's almost sometimes I get to view it. I lost less. That's okay to view it like that. Cover yourself. Now, I move on to this. This is the weekend because of more teams in play that you should make a prop bet for the Super Bowl matchup. Again, one more time. Bills, Bucks. You want to play that? Prop it in. However, here's where I would add this. Add in something crazy in another sport. Like, I keep looking at the Tennessee Volunteer basketball team. I'm not a Tennessee fan at all. From childhood when they robbed McNabb in the home opener back in the 90s. But that Tennessee Vols team is so good. So I want to do Bills, Bucks, Tennessee. But I want to add like a round robin. So if you don't know what round robins are, just think of it like two out of three. Okay. So that's what I would do this weekend. This is the fun prop weekend. Pick the Super Bowl matchup you think it's going to be. Ravens, Niners, uh, Texans versus Packers. And then a long shot in college hoops, the NBA, hockey, and see what that payout is for you. That's my advice. Round robin that bet. Your Super Bowl pick plus something else in another sport and get a big fat payday for you. Place it on there. Three pick parlay. Mine would be Bucks, Bills, Tennessee. That would be my play. Tennessee's at you twenty to one. You would lose. I put fifty cents on that bet. You're gonna lose. I'm Bucks gonna win thousands of dollars. Bucks are host. They're host. It's over. It's over. That's why I round robin it just in case. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. There it is. There's the uh, place of the day. Um. I um I recommend not doing what God said and just keep betting your favorite to win the Super Bowl each week. That's what I say. That's, you <laughs> shouldn't bet the other style. stuff earlier. That's that's you know you're not gonna make much money back. I will I will point this out to you. A lot of people do think that like, oh if I put twenty on them just to win the AFC, well it's it only pays back you know thirty five dollars. Okay, well tell me the stock you know you can buy right now that pays back thirty five dollars on a twenty dollar investment. It's you gotta. You, sometimes you have to limit the amount you think you're going to get back. And you have to be ready to call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you, right. you or someone you know has a problem because it, it can get a little out of control. It, the winning becomes very fun and the losing becomes very crippling sometimes. Fun, so fun. Please, if you're going to wager on sports, make it fun. If you're not having fun doing it anymore, put the phone down, yeah. put it in another room, enjoy it. It's still sports. But this is a part of it. We like talking about this because there's a huge part of this audience that listens to the show that cares about this part of the show. We appreciate that, too. Yeah, we started by talking about everyone not having jobs, and now we go into the depression of gambling addiction. Uh, it's been a great show for everyone. I know you can't wait for it to come back on Monday. Um, we're, a, what, we're a week away from going to the chili cook-off and all that stuff? Yes. Levesque, let's end on a positive note. Let's say one week from today, we. You know what? Not even me. I will be there. But it's the return. Finally, the <laughs> alumni himself. 
<laughs> Jeffrey Allen Levac will be back at his alma mater, Colony High School, sort of. It's for Colony High School. We're going to be at the hangar at the 746. And we're right going to be there. the right right over here. Yeah. Not far from here. Yeah. We will be the judges for the chili cook-off. More information on the way of the charities that you can help throughout that broadcast. That's one week from today. But again, LeVac's alma mater, a part of that. I know you're going to be excited. We're going to be talking about some of your former classmates are scheduled to be joining the show. We've got a really big guest on the softball side of sports. Cannot wait. Thank you to everybody at Colony who's asked us to come back and be the judges I, this year. Am I, is, is Bobby Fish is going to be there. Bobby Fish will be there. We're trying to work on a time to schedule era. him. He's the same great as you. Yes. Yep. We played lacrosse together for a little bit. He was a better football player, but he was a good lacrosse player too. Um, Matt Halleck. Matt Halleck, the the hitting garage himself, the the batting coach, if you will. Jesse Warren, who is the softball phenomenal player. She's scheduled to join us. So that's what the schedule looks like. Maybe Mike Cordell will show up. Whoa. Tom Cacciatorian? No, he's always there. Yeah. He's he's the he is now. He's he's a suit now. (laughs) <laughs> He's changed, man. I don't think he really has changed. That's the good part. Like, if his dad was my principal, and now he's the principal. So just think about that. I always thought his dad was a little stuffy. He never was. So, you know, I'm just saying. You know, just putting it out there. I know you're thrilled to get back next week to the alma mater, but we're going to be at the hangar at 747. I got that right. Uh, and having a lot of fun next week, so you can come out and join us and support all the great local charities we're going to be supporting one week from today. And just to make sure that we're – pumped up and ready for it maybe we'll pop a c4 on the way over a little c4 energy a little explosive energy you can feel there's stewards between here and there we'll grab an orange slice and be on our way throughout this week i've been telling you about the random times i've gotten woken up by the toddlers oh i God. slept great last night i woke up and missed the alarm this morning the wife had to wake me up i'm like man i got a great night's sleep first thing i did when i got downstairs i popped open a frozen bombsicle i tell you about the rankings of like which one i like the best First taste of a frozen bombsicle at 7.30 in the morning. Get me ready for the rest of the day. It tastes great. You don't need burnt coffee. I got two coffee makers in my house now because some people complain about our coffee at our wow, house. Wow, that's your wife and her sister. You're not supposed to call them that. C4 is what you need in your system. Every flavor is great. It gives you the boost that you need. Go over to Stewart's today. Grab yourself one for the weekend, whatever you have planned. Get yourself going with a C4. How you know, dare you? You know how you turn the coffee maker into a snowblower? We're back. <laughs> you know what? C4, get you some today. <laughs> Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Hand or a shovel. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully I'm allowed in the house. I'll hit five. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980. Hit the button. Got a spare room for me this weekend, bye.